Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. I am your host, Savoy Anthony Jefferson, a.k.a. the number one thought ally, a.k.a. all my wa- niggas wife me once they get that good bunani, a.k.a. top five bussy dead alive, a.k.a. fat bitch bussy, a.k.a. a brand manager for bussy. Um... I would like to say that um, this week we did a lot of um, branding for Bussy. I think the stock has risen tremendously. Um, And welcome to episode 312, which is entitled At the Intersection of Advocacy and Bussy. Once again, episode 312, At the Intersection of Advocacy and Bussy. So this, you know, I just think it's important that you know, (laughs) y'all know that this is a very Amber-like title. And that's why I like it. I think um, it's super dope. <laughs> it is, but it's also because of our guest. Our guest, absolutely. But I think I think like it's super dope that you came up with that. He, our guest, came up with that. Hold up, hold up, hold up! I ain't come up with shit. I just added bussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my brand. Exactly. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I got you. It was it was clever. It was clever. Thank I'll get that to you. Thank you. Thank you. And that is my lovely co-host. <laughs> Better known as Amber Milan, and I'll let you take it from there, Amber. <laughs> Yo, um, I am laughing in my head because I don't remember who t- who tweeted this out to me. And shout out to you because I do love you. But you were like, when are you going to write down your AKAs? And guess what, bitch? Didn't write them down today. So... <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> So I hope you like this. Um, hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Amber, a.k.a. Emo Black Girl, a.k.a. Any Depressants, a.k.a. I'm always still here because I'm always on the Tisha Campbell tees, mm. a.k.a. You know, that's it. <laughs> the I creative know. director for Depressed Whole Aesthetics. Oh, yes, always. Always. That was mm-hmm. a great one. Creative director for Depressed Whole Aesthetics. Depressed Ho is just... I mean, it was rude that y'all called me that, but it's pretty. No on one brand. called you a depressed hoe. I feel like you're not the narrative that you are creating, <sighs> that you have created, really is not based in like fact. In reality, it's not based in facts because we, um, we just said that we happened to mention that, that I you like, like to sleep, sleep a lot and I like to fuck. Yes, and then you made it depressed. Depressed hoe. Ho. Yeah. I just, you know what I did? Uh huh. I get. I first of all, I shortened it. I also. <laughs> Gave you something quick and catchy to remember. Uh, okay. You know. It's important. That you, <laughs> that's why you created for the... That's Creative why director, yes. For Depresso Aesthetics. Um, yeah, so... But it is really on brand because, like, Emo Black Thought was taken already. And unfortunately, it was taken by a person who acted as if Ooh. they were a black woman. And, mm. uh, damn, so... Unfortunately, I couldn't take that, so the emo black girl is mine. Mm-hmm. But the thought is implied. <laughs> What's subdivision? Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, subdivision. <laughs> How was my week? How was your week? My week's been really good, actually. Yeah. Um, I hung out with my white coworkers. That shit was lit yesterday. Oh, wow. We went to some like dive bar, and it smelled like literally a toilet. And I was like, where the fuck y'all got me? Mm. There was some random service dog. It, like, it was just really this fucking weird. This sounds very white. And then it also had bras all on the ceiling. Okay. And everything. And it was it was just, like, really fun. And I love I love those, the white ladies. Um <laughs> They're very fun. Okay. And what else did I do this week? Um, 
I talked to like a lot of exes and, mm. um, you know, I was being toxic. They were being toxic, but you oh know, God. we're going to see not toxic, not for real toxic. Like just mm. like, girl, <laughs> mm. boy. you said what you said. Subway. <laughs> no, but it was just more of like, you know, you I see you snooping on my LinkedIn page. I'm never on this bitch. I can see Hold on, you. hold on, hold on. Can we discuss Can we discuss it first? Can we discuss that niggas when they are when they desperate. reach desperate, they always go to your LinkedIn page. Yeah. <laughs> I thought desperation peak desperation was Venmo, but not sending money. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Just liking. <laughs> Just liking like- something. <laughs> liking um, your 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 payments. Yeah, liking my payments is peak desperation as well. Um which he also which did. Which he also did. Mm-hmm. Um but so this time I was like fuck it. What the fuck you what, what you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I see I also said I, I see, see you. you. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I see you lurking on my page. What's up?" I'm, and, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still And then here. okay, so my white coworkers were basically like, that's really aggressive. And I was like, bitch, he's been lurking on this page for so long. Like, I see him. He's blocked me on all social media. So why are you why? So why are you on my LinkedIn? LinkedIn? But I know why he blocked me on all social media. Okay. Why? Because one, well, I'm not that trash, but it might be a part of that. But then it might be adjacent. But uh-huh. I think mostly it's because he has a girlfriend or Ooh. had a girlfriend, and like he was trying to like keep me out the loop of that. I love when you you know what I thought about when you said you're trash adjacent. I thought about like the the trash the little trash can that you put in like your bedroom or your bathroom yes so not full blown not a full blown trash can not the tall can. kitchen bag the, the little no 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 the yeah. small the like, oh. yeah he said yeah, not yeah, one not. oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's the little mini one yeah. or the black bag that's big yes not or that. even like you know outside the big ass trash receptacle I'm not that oh like yeah, a dumpster no, no, mm-hmm. no I'm like a little one yeah mm-hmm. with a cute little plastic the one that you kind of you step on yes. and it's <laughs> the stainless steel mm-hmm. yes yes honey yeah. stainless steel trash <laughs> that's me um. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. stainless steel trash how was your week um you know it's been an interesting two weeks in general mm-hmm. um because a nigga has been in a a real episode of depression, but today I felt like myself a little bit more than That's usual. Very good. I was able to, you know, I got up, I went and got my, I put up the the episode. Shout out to Cecily. Um, and then we, I I went to get a haircut, so I look good again. And I really think, you know, getting your haircut or getting your hair done does wonders. Exactly. I felt so fine mm-hmm. and. I mean, I'm always fine, but mm-hmm. I felt like I felt like I've been a ten for a really long time, and now I feel like a fifteen again. Because um, most on. of you bitches are ones, and t- y'all y'all in the spectrum of one to ten. I'm a fifteen, so now that I feel fully fifteen again, oh here we go. <laughs> um, I feel a little bit better, and then I came Good. home, and I I would got you know I got me a nice little sandwich with some avocado and some mushrooms and you know i got me a smoothie and so you feeling good yeah i'm feeling cute i'm feeling cute you feeling you know, good you eating I'm ready, good exactly i'm you know i'm ready to go to la and your skin is very tomorrow. clear too thank you thank yes you. it's looking it's looking good it's glowing yeah. it is glowing this that's the one thing okay? that's what happens when you eat right child Amen. 
Um, so I feel ready to go to LA tomorrow for the Grammy weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Any yeah. predictions? I'm, shit, I'm hoping that BJ wins so I can finally have Grammy nominated or Grammy award winning producer. Yeah. I mean, public Gra- relations. <laughs> public publicist. You know Next what? To I my don't name. know. <laughs> what it's do you fine. do? No, just <laughs> What's your job again? <laughs> Besides yell at people. Um, <laughs> Full time job. Someone's got to do it. Um, but anyways. Okay. So shout out. By the way, me and Amber hung out this past weekend and that was really, it was amazing because I think we ain't like, we spend so much time doing this. Yeah, for the podcast, they was just for nice for us to just like have a random weekend extravaganza, yeah. including getting whipped. Um, Those are really nice whips. I beg your pardon. <laughs> it's yeah. a long story. It's not that long. No, it's, it's not. We went, to, we went to a. It just I just wanted to yeah. make it sound good. Oh, okay. we, went to, we just like went to a thing. Um, shout out to Black Palette. They mm. have these like. Uh, events where they talk about like sex and they also have food and basically it was like damn this sound like you pray thought mm-hmm. um, sex and food yeah so I was like let's try this let's go and it was really fun and they had really good conversation it was deep as fuck I was like god damn I didn't know we were gonna go there mm-hmm. but it was nice to go there you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then there was also like these little stations and they had like um merchants or whatever the fuck you call them and then they were like selling things and one of the people was selling like leathered goods but mm-hmm. you could like whip yourself so you, we, they also had like wax play mm-hmm. there was also a place where you can like color vaginas it was real like with crayons yeah um or well, color, color pencils. pencils okay yeah it was it, it was very interesting it was very fun and it was like a cool way to like I don't know, be in community with people yeah. or like-minded folk. That's dope. Yeah. yeah so shout, shout out to Black Palette. AK. I mean, shout out to them. I don't know why I said AK. Woo child. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, today's guest, are you ready, Bussy Hive? Okay. Um, is a published author, social entrepreneur, influencer, and advocate for the LGB, LGBTQ+. Why is that always so hard for me, community? Um, it's so exactly. many letters. Exactly. That's why. He is also the executive director of the nationally recognized Kiss and Tell Network. Welcome, everyone. You know what, Jace? I did all that, and I did not ask you how to pronounce Jace Baron. Is it Baron? Baron. Baron. Oh, wow. Jace you Baron. sound like my friend PP. He's like, Jace Baron. J.C. Baron. I'm like, no, it's just Jace Baron. <laughs> Jace Baron. Not, no French accent to it. But yeah, thank you for having me. That would be hey. very Creole. Oh. <laughs> Welcome, Jace. Oh. I finally made it. Yes. Come on. <laughs> You're finally here. I'm right. Here. Um, Jace, would you like to tell, you know, the Bussy Hive any little, you know, rare facts about yourself? Anything the, the girls should know? Do you um, have any AKAs? Anything? An AKA. AKA. The husband, aka okay. work hard, aka <laughs> strive for excellence, aka do my motherfucking best, aka we still here. Okay, very Capricorn of you. I'm a cuss baby, but yeah, very uh, the, the Capricorn's coming very, out, that right? Capricorn came yeah, out. it's coming out <laughs> potently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the New York. Uh, okay, any small facts? Any um, little known facts, facts or any little known facts? I should say. Um. It was just my birthday. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you so much. One time Um, for the birthday. One time for the birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was just my birthday. Um, I'm super excited. I'm super pumped for the next year of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, How old did you turn? 
32. Okay. Yeah. So it That's feels good. good. Yeah. So good. Because like. I mean, it wasn't for me, but for you, maybe. <laughs> well, you know 32 what? 32 is pretty lit for me right now. I'm 32 uh, too. Yeah. 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 So. It's, it's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Any advice you have for me? Thus far, I've only been 32 for like, what, two days? Okay. So. No. No. Okay. Okay. Well, Just all right. Just live your life. Stay off of LinkedIn. <laughs> <Yeah>. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Be stainless steel trash. Right. Stainless steel trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're just going to jump into it. We start with Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why I amber myself and our guests either love ourselves or just proud of ourselves for the week. Jace, you are our guest, so we will let you start. Why? What is your Bussy Pep Talk for the week? Ooh, my Bussy Pep Talk. Um, So this week, I would definitely say, so I just came from Miami for my birthday slash a gig that my girlfriend was involved in, and it was actually a big conference. And so I took it upon myself to go to one of the seminars and it was the writer for CSI that was leading the group. Mm-hmm. And the questions in the room were great, mm-hmm. but it felt good for me that I had been working at my craft and my creativity for so many years mm-hmm. that the questions that were being asked already kind of knew. And mm-hmm. so I think that this year I'm affirming myself and I know it's coming because I've been busting my ass for so many oh. years. Um, and it took me a long time to, I think one thing that I could say is that it took me a long time to understand I deserve things because yeah. I'm such a Word. giving person. Yeah. And so, and I never, and even when people give me gifts and say nice things, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I'm just like, okay, thank you. Um, but it took me a long time to understand that was one of the breakthroughs I did have for my birthday because I got spoiled Boots. I have never in my life. I got Gucci flip flops. Surprise. Come on. And I was like, this is perfect because, like, it's just hood rich. Like, I love a good slide. Yeah. But, like, make them Gucci. You get it? Mm -hmm. And so, just kind of me just overcoming that barrier because I, not say I, Never felt I didn't deserve things, but I think a lot of people, especially kind of in my space that are like advocacy work and stuff like that, they don't take the time to acknowledge themselves in their own journey and like being accepting of the things that the universe may give them. So oh, that's I'm nice. there. Come on, a word. I deserve. Yes, you do yeah, deserve. I deserve. <laughs> yes. Shout that was my spiritual breakthrough. <laughs> oh God. Don't you have that I deserve song? Yeah. Ooh. Mama D. Yeah, the, um, loving hip hop. Mom, yeah. who's mom is she again? I was thinking she's, Tank. I deserve, but she, that's better. That's oh. better. That's well, what was last year? Is it though? I mean, don't Mama do is a treat. She don't is a treat. She is so entertaining. Don't do that. <laughs> the listeners know like what Tank I'm talking too. about. Yes, I know what you. Know, I know what you okay. know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't know. I was just telling you which version I was thinking. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and what's your pussy pep talk? Uh, I'm happy to get out the fucking house this week. Uh, I felt like your skin is also glowing. Thank you, it and is. I it is dry, and I'm sick, and I know black people got issues with this, but I have a cold sore, which is so gross. But um, that's how I'm sick, and uh, so I'm waiting for that to like go down, and I just feel kind of gross. But uh, on the flip side of that, I've been going out. I've been leaving the house. Um, and that's something that I have not been doing, especially because like the last, not the last couple of months, but like maybe two or three months ago, I was like, I'm never leaving the house. And like, I, I don't, and I don't like not leaving the house. Like that's not something I like. I like to be around people. And I just sometimes like need moments to like recharge. But like ultimately I like to be around people. So I was like, all right, so I gotta figure out like things I gotta do and like mm-hmm. try to go out more. And so I'm just happy about doing that. 
Be okay. social. Yeah. It looks good on you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Come on. Jace, you better tell her like good of- uh, I mean, come I'm on. saying. I mean, Jace, come on. Let Jace. I like I said now. you better tell her. <laughs> one, you know what? One thing I like, Jace. What's up? Compliments and gifts now. I'm not. I say. <laughs> it's a love language. I, 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 <laughs> She's a Leo. Oh. oh. I, I live. Okay. <laughs> I fucking. Yes. Very much so. Very Come much on. So. Uh, Nala, queen of the jungle, Beyonce. <laughs> Simba. <laughs> oh, God. I'm d- I went to the premiere of that in LA and it was very interesting. <laughs> very. Um, my pussy fell. See the cartoon. You know what? Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. The views and opinions. I'm sorry. <laughs> that we could have all saved like an hour I mean, and a half of our lives. I never saw it. Really? No. Wait, the cartoon like, or the oh, I've live seen the action? Cartoon, okay. Absolutely. But the live action I've never seen. And I also don't like to watch Beyonce fail at things. It makes Beyonce. She didn't fail. <laughs> the whole film as a collective, I, in my opinion, failed that to me is a beyonce, is a beyonce f- failure i mean but the album i mean oh the album was good i like that the album, album was bigger was so good yeah but, oh bigger is a bigger than you that's a track okay what's your bussy pep talk <laughs> <laughs> i cannot um my bussy pep talk is just simply i'm feeling good i'm feeling better um, yeah i've been kind of pushing myself day by day a little bit more mm-hmm. and i think today i feel great i'm excited Come to on. just kind of get get her going um if you could see this pop that he did yeah um come on thrust my, my, yeah, push well. that chest out mm-hmm. come use on use that diaphragm <laughs> mm-hmm. um some somebody thrust something into my mouth on monday night but that's a whole Wait, other issue <laughs> thrust what though a, a penis, penis? yes oh, okay. okay um penis, penis! um that is a sound effect that I was like, "What was that?" Penis. A penis. Have you uh, seen? Okay, you know what? No, we're not gonna do this. I'm too anyways, deep in the I missed um, that show. I'm just been feeling. I'm feeling good. So, yeah. all right, you good. were gonna jump into the podcast. So, those who may be new to the podcast, we go in order: eat, pray, thought. So, mm-hmm. we're gonna start with eat. And the first eat question is: best place to get tacos in LA. Woo! All right, so <laughs> come on, I love that. Woo! Because <laughs> it's it's a competition. So I know people do not like or don't trust street food, mm-hmm. but the best tacos come from the truck, the side of the trucks. Mm-hmm. And you know what is funny? Um, about a couple weeks ago, this is probably the anti one, but this girl, she had her own. She was three o'clock in the morning making tacos. Um, black girl, and they weren't good. Damn. But I respected her hustle so much. I just started dishing out her money yeah. to make me some tacos. And I ate most of them, mm-hmm. but they weren't that good. But make sure you go to get the authentic, because, you know, California is right by Mexico. Right. And so we just got rural, authentic tacos on the street corners. There's one corner in particular um, that I used to go to on Normandy and 2nd. Um, that taco truck is flame. The pollo salad with the pina, pina's pineapple. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, not pollo salad, um... Ooh, cornitas mm-hmm. with the um, pineapples in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tasty. All the salsas. Um, but definitely go to a truck. And actually, now the trucks are on Yelp, even. It used to be like an underground thing, but mm-hmm. now the trucks are on Yelp. Come on. Yeah. So get you a street taco. Don't be afraid. You may like get sick. Never mind. Next. Look. But I'm a California boy. My stomach can handle it. Come on. Come on. Get strong. Strong gut. Kombucha. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Now you already know. 
<laughs> how triggered I am by Petty. <laughs> Did you get the Jaxies Petty. Too? I'm Petty Jay- Boo. Shoot. Wow. I um, want to clean out that system. <laughs> Ooh, child. You that was st- an off-air conversation that happened right before we started. <laughs> and the importance of a private bed- bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in Southern California, what was one meal or food that was normal to eat? Um, that other cities may don't typically eat regularly. Like, what's one thing you? Um, you know? avocado. I I'm actually kind of shocked that avocados are so expensive now, and avocado toast is a delicacy. Because mm-hmm. like that's what I ate when I was broke. Like I was like, I need some protein, but like I can't afford, you know, the prime rib and the chickens and all those things. And so I would get a piece of toast, slide some butter on it, some um, can't believe it's not butter mm-hmm. and some avocado, a little salt and pepper and olive oil. And that was like a meal for me when I couldn't afford it. And now it's like avocado toast is $25. It's and so like, weird. I beg of your pardon. Yeah. And so I think being raised in California and then also like being a college student in California, you kind of have to figure out ways to eat and also be healthy. Yeah. And so avocado is something that was not nasty even like guacamole people are like um you know i'm just like no this is what we're raised on and my family's panamanian too mm-hmm. and so it made a big california thing but the panamanian side of me plantains in the house um rice and beans all the good stuff gotcha. mm. mm-hmm. you worked you worked at a lot of restaurants in the past did <laughs> did <laughs> so many jobs <laughs> Um, what are some of your favorite food slash beverage fun facts? Um, you know, I love wine mm-hmm. and I love wine pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing because I mean, I worked in like the Banji restaurants, but I also like worked in the high end restaurants, especially in New York. And so, one of the things we got to learn to sell wine is like to wine match. And so, we had to learn like, you know, white wine goes with like a fish or chicken, mm-hmm. or red wine goes with mm-hmm. a um, like a steak or like a pork or a short rib. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of knowing those facts and how to pair like exquisite wines with foods is mm-hmm. like something I'm very happy that I know. People think like, oh, wow, you're so bougie. I'm like, no, I just worked in restaurants. That's how I know this. <laughs> it's so bougie adjacent. I'm I'm bougie adjacent. <laughs> I actually ain't kind of bougie. I will say that I, I will claim bougie. It's but bougie. like I said, like the Gucci flip flops. Like, <laughs> uh, give me some slides. Mm. Come on, key like the Gucci flip flops. <laughs> the <laughs> definition of me. Um, LA is known for healthy food, obviously. But if you're looking for something greasy and comforting, what's the best place to go to? Ooh, Collins Fish Market in West Adams. Mm. You could get a nice giant fry fish and shrimp platter for like $12 and it's flame. Me and my co-host Char mm-hmm. um, on Kiss Central Radio used to drive down South LA all the time and just get that little, it's like a, in a little container it has like the little bread in the um, Ziploc bag mm. and the little sides that are like too small but like just enough. <laughs> One of them places, and it's so Why aren't they too good. small, though, sometimes? It, right, like, I'm looking at like, them, I'm like, what is this? Like, what do I do with this? I'm going to eat this in two scoops, but it's just enough. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Collins Fish Market, shout to them. Oh. Come on, Collins. Mm-hmm. So, you're in a relationship, which is really great. You shout Thank out you. girlfriend earlier. Yeah. So, you cook, and so what's your favorite meal to, to fix her? Um... Thus far, um, okay, so this is actually a meal that we, I have two stories. Um, One, we both work a lot, Mm -hmm. and 
we I got sick first. And when I'm sick, it's like nasty sick. Like, you know, people like taking pictures in the hospital bed, like Ivy's coming out of them, like, I'm sick, hashtag save me. And I'm just like, I, I'm like, no, like I'm shut from the world because you will never see a picture like that of me anywhere. Um, but she actually went out and like made me like homemade soup. Like she was chopping up herbs and chicken and carrots. And like, it was a very good, like healthy, intentional soup. So she got sick like two weeks later. So I made my version. I made a coconut curry uh, Thai soup, mm-hmm. and it was full of like ginger and harissa. And so it was a little bit spicy, but it had the kit to kind of get the flu out of her. Mm. Um, and then also for Christmas this year, we spent about 24 hours together cooking uh, for her family that came over. We hosted Christmas. Um, this is the first time I ever cooked that much food for anybody. There's like 20 people in there. Wow. Um, but we made the um, lemon herb chicken. Um, she had her famous mac and cheese. We just had a whole smorgasbord of food. And people took food home. I was like, oh, that means it's good. We had to go boxes. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my two favorite cooking experiences. Yeah. But coconut curry Thai soup, try it. It so sounds good. delicious. Mm-hmm. Get that pot going. Come on, get that pot going. Is that what tom yum or does it have a, a name or is it just um, coconut curry? Just coconut curry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if you, I never did shrimp yet, but mm-hmm. it sounds like a good idea. They do. Mm, so it does. I, that'll probably be my like fat bitch time. got real excited. Just yeah, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll bring a pot next time. Okay, Ooh. come on. We love samples. <laughs> so we actually were just talking um, before we started. Um, taping but I wanted to because I know that you like live on, like your family is currently living your your father and your stepmom right yeah 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 they live on a farm mm-hmm. and you were talking about there's a thing y'all did called slatter day yeah so can you explain my this? sister called it doomsday okay um yeah so uh, to give con- so my parents like I said my mom was born in Panama raised in Queens my dad is from Connecticut so imagine a man from Connecticut who works in IT moving to a 22-acre farm and he has a bunch of chickens and his passion in life is to have like good uh, food. So with that said, to trust the food, you have to raise chicken from a baby and we had Slaughter Day that he wanted us to be a part of because it's part of our roots or something like that. He took an Ancestry.com quiz. I don't know. <laughs> um, so he invited me and my sister out to Temecula where they live. And we slaughtered 22 chickens. And we had to learn how to gut these chickens. And yeah, it, you put the chicken head upside down in a cone, slit the throat. It dies pretty quickly. I'm not going to lie. But one chicken started jumping around and like convulsing a little bit because it's dead. But you're not going when you're dead. You're holding your stomach like you're about to puke. Are you okay? Yeah. Before I, before, I'm, before like, I I'm a vegetarian. Okay. Well, the funny <laughs> no, thing is, well, the funny thing is, my stepmom's a vegetarian, so she's inside mortified as we're outside slicing these chickens' heads off. It was crazy. Um, but we de deplucked the um, feathers, mm-hmm. dip it in hot water, put it in this like blender situation, and it, the things fly off in like maybe five seconds. And you just start chopping away and tying and gutting and getting all these things and then give the junk to the dog and they eat it. And then, you know, say the chickens, put them in the freezer. But the chickens were, the chicken was probably good though. Oh, flame. Mm. Flame. (laughs) Not flame. Flame. You can't cook it for a day because the muscles are still tense. So we had to wait a day to, and I made the chicken. I made like a great, 
who has fresh herb from my stepmom's garden because the vegetarian, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was tasty. It was really good. <laughs> it was really, and like I, I kind of felt me bad. and Amber both traumatized. Right. Were like, Y'all, it was great. It, it was, was phenomenal. It was, I mean, the experience of killing animals was not phenomenal, but you know, you know, but like it gets it's good to know like where your food comes from, and yes, you know, absolutely. and they served their purpose. Like they yeah. were raised from, and like you, you know, when you get the chicken, it's like kind of slimy. Or it's like looks like it came from a tra- like a transverse rex. That's yes, hormones. Like that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. good for you. Mm-hmm. And so like normal chickens are raised on farms are not supposed to be like this giant, you know, dinosaur esque leg. <laughs> Shout out to Dallas VBQ. I was some Chloe, oh, yeah. Chloe Kardashian mm-hmm. wing, the one in Chelsea. Mm. Good times. The spot. <laughs> All right, Texas size. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> extra shot at the shot. At the shot. You are such a bird for ending the shot. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to jump into pray. We start pray the same way every time. What is your passion? People are my passion. Um, that guides me in everything that I do, whether it be you know PR, whether it be production, whether it be advocacy, whether it be helping out someone in the bodega down the street. Um, people are my passion. That's what really motivates me. And I'm, I'm very aware that I have a connection with a lot of people and people see something in me that could, I want to say help, but just, I always say that I see people when I look at them, I see the whole picture Mm -hmm. and think a lot of people don't see themselves in the whole picture. And so I'm able to like, whether it's a conversation with somebody that I don't even know or a panel that I'm on, I enjoy and I have a passion with letting people see the full potential and motivating them to get that a point. Okay. Come on. That's my passion. <laughs> I just thought about something. Anyways, um, random. Um, you are, as you just, what? yeah, you're in your third year of your 30s. What third? Have, yeah, well, yeah so I, technically it's like your 30s, your first year. Oh, I'm like, I'm not on my Jesus here yeah, yet. Don't third. age me. No, no. I'm going to get no. some Jupiter and pumped in me. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Do I look like 33? No. No, not, not at, at all. all. You don't look 32. Thank you. You look a smooth 25, honey. Uh, oh, oh, thank you. Come I on. think 25 was rough. Okay. <laughs> a word. Jace. No one tells you about. Jace. Let us compliment you. Thank you. I said it earlier. Thank you. All right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grin and bear it. <laughs> um, you deserve nice things. I'm a pray. I'm a pray. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what have your 30s taught you so far, and what are you most looking forward to in your later 30s? I should say. Life is going to happen. Come on. Life is going to happen. Time waits for no one and everything's going to take its time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to learn that I'm very calculated. Mm-hmm. And so in my 20s, you know, I especially I graduated in 2010, ooh, 10 years this year. Mm-hmm. And I was very calculated with like my internships and, you know, making sure I'm getting the right doors and working extra hard. And that didn't happen. But I also had to realize that because that didn't happen, I got bored in LA because I was serving burgers and moved to New York and that completely changed me. And so if things were, were to go the way that things happened in my twenties, I learned that in my twenties and like my thirties, I've been able to accept that and acknowledge that. And when things become too difficult, I'm like, all right, let me step back and let me see, like, is this what the universe doesn't want for me? So like, let me do that. And so I'm very intentional with that and also receiving my blessings. Okay. Good. Like 25. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Love you. Speaking of New York, um, what did you, what did New York like teaching you? Like, what did New York teach you? And then would you move? Would you move back here? Would you move um, back to the East Coast? I should say. Yeah, New York ripped me to shreds. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm a California boy. I'm born like y'all. Although, I think what messed me up was my family is from the East Coast, and so I was always always out here. Um, as a kid, as a, as a teenager, and I was wanted to move out here. So I thought that moving here was going to be like, oh, it's like me before, but I was on vacation before. Right. And so when that winter hit, and I was like, I ain't got no money. I'm standing outside of this EBT place in Brooklyn talking about give me some money for some food and some food stamps. Like, I was young, I was spoiled, and New York ripped me, humbled me, mm. humbled me down mm-hmm. um all the pie and so but it taught me to be a man and it taught me to how to figure things out mm-hmm. and i had to because i did my family although you know i have family out here they weren't my immediate family and so and i i don't want to seem weak in front of them mm-hmm. and so i had to go the extra yard and figure things out and like find out you know getting a job. i have my degree i have my degree i'm in new york i'm 23 you know, why is it no one hired me? Mm-hmm. Even restaurants were like, oh, we you don't have New York experience. I didn't come from Montana. I know how to serve and talk to people. The right. fuck? <laughs> and so I was like experiencing a lot of those situations. Um, and I figured it out. And so I think I've applied all of those lessons that I learned, which is like figuring it out through the rest of my life. And when it comes to work relationships or just living, like you just have to grunt and get it. And, and sometimes you have to cry, cry. Pick yourself and keep it pushing. Yeah. And would you move back if something brought uh, you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> your face says it all. <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. What's your face, face say? Said no. <laughs> no, actually, that's the opposite. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out here a lot. I'm out here at least once a month. Hmm. Um, and there actually is something that is coming up in the near future where I will be probably in New York more than LA. I love New York. I actually love, I don't even like LA. I still don't. I'm bored. Like, uh, mm-hmm. give me some, can we come up with something else? Um, but <laughs> New on, York, <laughs> like, I'm over here. Like, can we, can, can we come up with something else? Um, but yeah, I'll definitely, I would say in the next couple months, I'll definitely be in New York more mm-hmm. than I am in LA. Okay. okay. Um, mm-hmm. Well, speaking of your family, um, you were saying, um, earlier that you were a preacher's kid you were a pk mm-hmm. so um talk to me about like growing up as a preacher's kid and also like coming to terms as like your sexuality like was there an issue with that um, oh, at all <laughs> absolutely okay. um yeah talk yeah to me so my parents are divorced mm-hmm. uh, they both divorced when i was very young or even separated even younger than that and uh my mother ended up ultimately marrying a pastor um and my dad is agnostic and so he, growing up in the first family, not only in the church, but the first family of the church, there's a lot of pressure on you, like even just outside of the religious part, you know, you're looked mm-hmm. upon as like, oh, this man is like the pillar of the church and these are his, you know, um, his children. Mm-hmm. And so I was a lot of attention on me at a very young age, um, which I could handle. Um, but I was also very aware of that. Yeah. Um, and then when you add the religious part of it, you know, I went to Christian school as well. I went to private or public school and then I ended up going to Christian school and just learning that, you know, homosexuality is a sin and all these different elements about who you're supposed to be. And if you're not that person, you're going to hell. Definitely molded me and kind of um, 
it taught me things that I had to unlearn later on in life. Right. Um, what I will say is that I'm grateful that I was taught that God is love and your relationship with God is more important than religion. That was always taught to me. And, and that got me out of a lot of dark spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was depressed, when I was dealing with things that people would never even know in the confines of my own personal space. Um, but like coming to God when I was dealing with my sexuality, then also even like the social part of it, because um, even like we talked about identify earlier, like I identify as Jace. Like, you know, I've have I've had a lot of different experiences in life, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of those experiences were kind of social conditioning for me. Mm-hmm. Even with you know dealing with men and dating men or having sex with men, because I may have been a little bit more flamboyant. Because I had a girlfriend for years when I was younger, mm-hmm. but then I was like, oh well, you're this or you're that, you're that. Oh, you're gay. I'm like, oh well, maybe I am gay. So let me start dealing with men. So I started dealing with men for years and doing all that stuff, and then you know come around like, all right, well. I'm just Jace. People are people. I love who I love. I'm not going to shorten myself or limit myself with who people are. And I think a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. And like we see, like, even with, like, bisexuality, you know, someone says they're bisexual. Oh, you're just on your way to gay. Or you just mm-hmm. you pick a side, pick a side. No. Like, let people be people. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, like, it's almost a a double standard that the gay community kind of puts on the rest of them because it's, it's just people are people and this love is love and yeah mm. that's it shout out and god love. is love so everything outside of that is not god Ain't. everything outside of love is not god Ooh. come on Period. <laughs> and also um speaking of family too um you you have talked about um how you have a gay uncle but you actually didn't really meet him and talk to him or um what's and he recently passed away last year correct yeah last year 2019 um what's something that you wish that you could have asked him that you you weren't able to um something i wish i could have asked him or talked to him about um well fortunately i was able to meet him in person Mm -hmm. um my aunt actually asked me why I'd never visited him. I was like, I don't, I didn't know he existed. Mm-hmm. And he was only two hours away from me. He was in Palm Springs and I was in LA. Um, and so I was able to have a conversation with him and talk to him. And he's ratchet as hell or was RIP. Um, but he was just telling stories about him and his partner in Spain and doing all the, oh, they had a threesome and da, 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 da. And I was like, what? Um, so I think the questions I would ask him is definitely kind of more of those experiences and what that looked like, mm-hmm. you know, especially as, you know, he was, he, he's Panamanian. So he's a little bit more like fair complexion, had like blue eyes. Um, and then his partner was also white. He was Jewish. Um, sorry, he was Jewish. Um, and so just kind of, navigating that relationship not mm-hmm. only as a queer person but as an interracial couple mm-hmm. in a time where that was not even accepted to that degree and so i kind of would have wanted to know about just kind of how he navigated that relationship and um how the world perceived him and just things like that i think that's i think it's interesting to like know stuff like that because history always repeats itself and i would yeah uh, that'd be interesting to me mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. I, look, that would actually be interesting. That would be interesting to me, right? too. Right? I want to hear more about these Spain stories, more importantly. Listen, <laughs> he was over here talking about this man had his speedo on and his bulge was out. And he's like this old man telling the story about dick and ass. I'm just like, oh, oh okay. Goals. Goals. I know. Yeah. I was like, I was just picturing That's going to be you. Ah, 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 ah. 
Go. That's him in 50 years. R.I.P. <laughs> Look, I hope. I hope. He was a bright light. Look. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your uncle. Shout out. Um, you're someone who's been very open about being a sexual assault a sexual assault survivor and now you fight on behalf of all survivors. Can you talk about can you talk to us about the journey and what has your healing process been like since being assaulted? Yeah. So um I was raped in a few years ago. I can't do the math right now. Um but that process, because I've been, like I said, I've been very public about it, like in the question that she asked. And even to get to that point of being public about it, that took a long time, and a lot of self-work to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was probably about a year and I didn't realize that I had, it happened. And of course, very true Capricorn self, like I am, I smiled and kept the push and I was like, all right, well, taking a shower, I'm going to move on with my life and I'm not going to even look at this ever again. Um, and then it kind of kept coming up in conversations with friends and they're like, oh, like, kind of like, are you okay? Like, you need to acknowledge this. And I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. It was just a bad experience. Um, and then one night I was triggered and almost crashed my car. And so after that, I was like, okay, well, there's obviously something that's deep down inside of me that needs to get some work done or some Mm -hmm. fine tuning. Mm -hmm. And so I went to therapy. Um, she was terrible. She started crying. And I was just like, sis, like, <laughs> I'm oh, not here to God. feel like, but it was a whole, like, and like, I had to realize after that, cause like, I was new to the whole therapy thing. And so like, you need to vet your therapist. It's like shopping Ooh, for no a one's, car. No one talks about bad therapists cause a bad therapist is woo child. Like, so hard. I'm man. like looking it's at like, her like, it's like anal sex what I lose. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> ouch <laughs> or a bad one um yeah it was just it was not good but i i used it to empower people mm-hmm. and so i was involved with sp813 in california that revoked the statute of limitation on rape so that's like leading up to like a, a bill cosby in jail and like the harvey weinstein situations like here's the me too movement mm-hmm. and so i think helping again me helping people um helping people with my story especially when it comes to men because it's not talked about like mm-hmm. what point zero 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 one percent um just me advocating and like bringing conversation has helped me deal with my own personal traumas mm-hmm. and even just like talking about it on the like even if you ask me a question talking mm-hmm. about it helps me um because a long time i didn't talk about it and it was just festering inside of me and then it came out in a physical way yeah. Um, where I couldn't control my body nor emotions and it was just like alright well this needs to get fixed mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah I just I think the work that I have done the platforms I've been on and just I think people get a little I'm not going to say it's not a it's a tough conversation no matter what mm-hmm. but I think people need to also focus on the healing and then also the overcoming and like this happened to me this might have happened to you, but it's not defined who you are. It was a moment in your life. You're so much bigger than any of it. And I think people need to kind of focus on that conversation a lot more versus um, being so, I, I, this is going to sound very whatever, but woo, woo, woo about it. Like woo, woo, woo. But then like, what's next? Like, how are we going to empower other people? How are we going to empower ourselves? I think that's a huge conversation that needs to happen. So what would you say are some common misconceptions about male sexual assault survivors? Um, A common misconception I will say is that um, a lot of people associate child molestation 
with that's how you became queer or gay. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that, oh, because this little boy was touched as a child, that's ultimately why they became um, whatever they are, however they identify um, as an adult. Mm-hmm. That's completely inaccurate. And I wanted to be vocal about my story because a lot of people will come out, especially as a male, um, this happened to me as an adult. And so, and it's something that happened to me and I was already living my life the way it was prior, during, and after. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this person, yeah, it, it definitely defined and changed me, but it didn't affect my sexuality or my queerness or the case may be. But I think a lot of people, and it's ignorant, that people think that, oh, because the little boy was touched, and mm-hmm. that's how they became a little gay boy. And that's the story. And that's really not the case. And you see it a lot in, like, even conversations in the media and movies mm-hmm. um, about, you know, these different things. And, like, that's not the case. And so I wanted to be very clear and be a person that was kind of different than the, the quote-unquote, traditional story. Okay. So... Um, as someone who f- who works in advocacy and fights for the rights of so many marginalized groups, how do you confront or deal with your own toxicity or biases? Ooh. <laughs> uh, my own toxicity and um, biases. Uh, so I will say that I, although I do talk a lot, I do not say everything in front of a mic or a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of friends who are vast. I have, you know, I have friends of trans experience i have lesbian friends i have you know cis hat friends i have like all these different friends that and there's mm-hmm. different personalities even like outside their identify or identity or their little category um i have just a very diverse group of friends and with anything accountability is huge with friends and mm-hmm. so friends have held me accountable for things that i have may said out of the side of my neck that i didn't mean to say and i recognize my privilege i at the end of the day whatever i identify i'm still like a male living in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have a privilege um, that a lot of people don't. And I acknowledge that. And so there's some things um, that I may say out of pure ignorance just because I have never lived that life. I've never walked a life in that shoe. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to check myself and be able to be receptive to being held to the carpet and to the table um, when my peers around me tell me something instead of mm-hmm. combating it. Cause I, I, cause I'm a little control freak. I will say, and I'm a little stubborn. I will say, Very Capricorn but of you. I, I, <laughs> look, I, I'm more Aquarius, but like the Capricorn is strong when it's strong. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like maker's mark. Um, so I think I've come out, I've become a lot more receptive mm-hmm. to critique and, um, just being open to other people's stories. So, Mm-hmm. We love a story, a fairy tale. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to be a nice Cinderella. Come on. <laughs> what? What? <gasps> you don't know Stop. Cheetah Girls? Stop. Oh, I don't know Cheetah Girls. I'm sorry. <gasps> I do not. Yo. Oh. A classic. Oh. I don't want to be like Cinderella. Cinderella. Waiting for somebody. Oh, I have heard this. free. <laughs> Jace, why are you putting all that? I'm sorry, it's a classic. It is a classic. Jace is giving you classic white pop girl <laughs> ad libs over there. Come on. <laughs> Look, that was a song. Disney oh. classic. Raven Simone and um, what's the girl? Keely Key. Have you, have you ever seen her video that she made? Oh yes. Uh, I'm in, this I don't sex know is her. spectacular. <laughs> I don't 
don't know her. Mm-mm. Yeah, because she kicked out. I'm team. Bit. What's her name? Notori. Notori. Okay. Yeah. I'm team dark skin. She's what? She's on power. Yeah, she's on power. Good for her. Notori mm-hmm. really like. Oh, Notori's popping. Notori glowed the fuck up. Like she, she never like. Notori did not stop working. Like she went straight to doing little Kim. Yeah, she was Kimberly um, Renee Jones. She was insane, and then she did some other. She's done a whole bunch of work, and even with power, like she she keeps a check. Mm-hmm. A true star. Okay. An icon. All the girls cannot say that from 3LW. Um, exactly. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. Especially, especially the Keely. Um, I would say only Keely. Well, Adrian Bailon. Adrian, she doing okay yeah, with yeah, the real. Yeah, she, yeah, she, doing real. Yeah, she kept a cute car. She was a correspondent. She had yeah. a Kardashian for a while. She sure did have a Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. For a while. Okay. So she, mainly just Keely. Yeah, <laughs> just Keely. She's on the mask. And she was notorious for not being a nice person. Mm. That was made clear. Did you like throw a plate or something? She threw some chicken, right. and mashed potatoes. Stop. Uh, I mean, you get what you deserve. Mm. That's right. not spectacular. Yeah. At all. Um, not spectacular. No. <laughs> I was supposed to say something mean, but anyways, complete this. Who God is working on me? <laughs> Thank you, God. Okay, complete the sentence. I affirm in 2020, I will. I affirm in 2020, I will sell a feature film. Okay. A movie. Come on. Yeah. A a feature production. A production. The whole thing. With with a budget. A nice budget. A a cute coin. Um, (laughs) I'm in pre-production right now with um, one of my clients and it's going well. People seem to like it. So it's just a matter of getting it the ball rolling. Amen. All right. Come on. Mm -hmm. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here right. Ashe. You hire shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, Amber. Don't don't fumble the bag. Right, you right. Know. I'll keep your mind. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we gonna jump into that. Um, oh, and by Jesus. and by jump into that, we just gonna jump right into it. You know, just pull your. Pants don't down. have me in no fight. No, we won't. In my, we won't. I, I am. You know, we won't. Okay. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Trust me. We gonna keep it PG. Okay. Yeah, we kept it cute. Yeah, we kept it cute. Yeah. Because. So, we love your girlfriend. We do. We oh, stand. we stand. Oh, we stand. We I do. love her too. Come on, <laughs> I do. Oh, uh, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. So, when do you feel your sexiest? Ooh, when do I feel my sexiest? Uh, I like, I like being touched, and don't don't go down that hole. Okay. I mean, hey, um, we we weren't going down no hole. Oh, oh, I was about to say, or if you want us to, I was about to say, <laughs> I like holes. holes. <laughs> I'm so fucking done. I like holes. <laughs> um, but just I love like a head rub and just like a naked cuddle and like just like oh an my ear god, rub. I love a naked cuddle too. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like all that, but just like we talked about love language earlier. And my two loving languages are um, quality time and physical touch. Mm. And so I just, just I don't know. I just feel sexy when I'm being touched. And that can mean a lot of things. But yeah. But it's, it's all the things. All the things. All of them. Like every, single, the every single one. Um, <laughs> all the things and all the holes. I don't know about no holes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a safe man. <laughs> ah, ah. Um, <laughs> what lesson... <laughs> What's one lesson you learned from your family about love and how do you incorporate it into your romantic relationships? Child, my family. Um, no, actually, my family is pretty um, 
stable's not the word, but it's adjacent to stable. Um, love, love stable. Yeah. It, it's, mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say, my dad, he's actually uh, one of my role models in mm-hmm. life. And he has had his mistakes um, when it comes to love. And like things that I witnessed, like even as a child, mm-hmm. um, I mean, nothing like crazy, um, but like I'm a product of divorce. And so like I kind of saw that unravel in my household and, you know, things like that that were went on. And so I he's very he's been with my stepmom with the chickens and the killing for about <laughs> um, 15, 16 years. They actually mm-hmm. just celebrated their 10 year anniversary Aww. this past December. Um, that's being married They're together for a long time before that as well. Um, but he kind of had to learn that sometimes it's like you have to be equally yoked. Like you have to both give 100%. And mm-hmm. it can't be 50 Because like 50 50, like, no, no, it's 100 and 100. Because if someone starts, you know, going down to 80, the other person needs to kind of step their stuff up to, you know, 120 and to balance that out. And mm-hmm. then, you know, and may go the other direction sometimes. Um, but it have to make, you have to make it, work it worth it. Mm-hmm. And so even with me, there's people that I have been. I, I dated who were not worth it and I tried to make it work and I was forcing something and it's just like you, you that deep sigh was like all of my 20s like I was sighing a Shit, lot it's been most of my 30s too Ooh, well, get it raise your frequencies what are you attracting I'm doing better good I'm doing better yeah I mean your hair gets fresh I mean you know the skin's glowing your frequency is already high I don't know I don't sometimes People attract bad people because bad people, everybody likes good energy. Good That's people a, like it. Bad people like it. It's just about how we choose those folks. Right. I was like, opinion. and you have to like recognize yes. that because I've always been a good person. Mm-hmm. Don't ever get that. I've been a good, I mean, I've done some ratchet things in my life. Um, we all done some, some <laughs> right. Some stainless steel. Reckless. Stainless. No, I was like full blown black dumpster oh, garbage. Oh, Dumps the juice. I, I clean up well. Um, I clean up very well. I've been I've been a little reckless. Um, Come on, at least you know you with some dumps the juice. Of course I do. Mm-hmm. Haven't we all? Right. We really have. No, we can Right. Let's be, let's be, you know what? Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, no, I think that just knowing something that's worth it and knowing someone that you could make it work with mm-hmm. and who could be patient with you. Like, yeah. be Ooh. patient. Be patient, because if that person's worth it, they are worth it. Be patient. You gotta make rough trials and tribulations. Come on, no weapon formed against you You shall prosper. Come on. I always tell people this is Corinthians. (laughs) This is we fall down, we get back up us. Okay. McClurkenberg. We we fall down, but we get up (laughs) for a savior. <laughs> An episode of Girlfriends, okay? <laughs> Amber, you remember that episode of Girlfriends? When Tony. When Tony and Joan get in, into it in the and church. Then they go to church. That's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that episode. That's uh, a great episode. Great episode. Amen. Mm-hmm. So you went to a sex, a sex beating club recently? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> okay, I made y'all to stay off my Twitter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh no! I put it research out there. Is research is exactly. recent. No, and I will give that to y'all. I'll give that to y'all because y'all definitely dis- do your research and very, boom. Uh, so I was invited to a BDSM mm-hmm. club. Okay. Um. So I kind of when you said the story earlier that you went to the 
sex and food situation. Yeah, sex and food, uh-huh. This place had no food. Um, and actually, there wasn't really any sex either. It was just beating. Okay. Um, but it was it's in Hollywood. It's called Bar Sinister. Okay. And, um, Were you dressed regularly or? Um, no, I had all black. I actually had makeup on too. I had like a, a thick eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still, you know, I was a little, it was like kind of Dracula-esque. Mm-hmm situation mm-hmm. it was fun um i did not participate in any of um, the festivities or treats um okay. i had a couple cocktails and it was just it was a different environment you were classy broad <laughs> i didn't have it I'm at all. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i knew what i was going to and i still went um but yeah it was fun it was just a different environment that i'm what i'm used to and i'm always down to see like different and i can understand too i think people assume like oh bdsm is x y and z and oh my god you're gonna take a whip and like stop like but don't yuck anybody's yum it's Ooh, fine don't yuck anybody's yum yeah like don't stop like just, if someone wants to get spanked hard or flogged or get <sighs> their nipples pierced like that's more common than what you think to like let's be honest and so um yeah it was and i like experience. to be spanked so amen and I, i'm open to flogging now Oh, see, yeah. look at you. It's open conversation. Yeah. I think conversation surrounding like sex and like is very, very healthy. Okay, I just want to, you know, look, look. I'm just letting y'all know. I I like to be spanked. So. Y'all is the listeners, yes. the thousands of them. Yes, yes. So if you're in the tri-state area <laughs> and you want to get spanked, go ahead. If, yeah, or no, no, no. Actually, never mind. I was about to say if you want to spank me, but no, no, don't, don't do that. Okay. Last time well, that happened. What do you mean? You, Are you evolving? To... Well, last time somebody, <laughs> I told somebody that I wanted something on the podcast. I got it, and then yeah. So never mind. I'm I think I remember that episode. And you didn't like it. I did like it, but you know, I'm just gonna keep. I'm. I'm gonna stop fucking listeners. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. That's probably not good for the, for the <laughs> brand. On brand, but not good for the brand. Right. Ultimately. I mean, eat, pray, thought. Yeah. Be like, that do over it on there. Your separate. Yeah, I'm going to stop fucking listening. You can fuck listeners, but like, do it on your separate account. What? what? It ain't my fault. On your personal account. He's oh. the, it ain't my fault. He's <laughs> getting dick on the eat, pray, thought. Oh. It's not my fault. He slid into the DMs. We yeah. answer DMs all the time. Okay. Uh, all right. Whatever. Be- I said what I said. <laughs> like maybe like a Q&A or like a... <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know. What your DMs look like? Not like mine. Jesus Christ. Look. Be a professional. I'm... Or be it's a research. hoe, or be a hoe <laughs> on, your account. on your personal account. Do you have access to the ear pray thought? Yeah. Oh wow. That's why I'd be like, just be a hoe on your personal account. Yeah. It's so easy to just direct. I'm done. Keep it separate. Keep it separate. Don't yes, shit where I'm you eat. Keep, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I get what, it. But I shit where I eat all the time. We shit in the house where you eat it. But do you eat in, in the, the bathroom? kitchen? No. There you go. Okay. Private corridors. <laughs> Kombucha. I said I'm done. I said I'm done. Okay. I said I said what I said. Um. <laughs> after being assaulted, did you did you have any issues with like sex or sexuality? Um. Was uh, I wouldn't say I had issues and that's ugh, okay um 
I'm just gonna be completely transparent. So my rape, I was drugged, mm. and so a lot of it I do not remember. Yeah. Okay. And it sucks that I was drugged, but I mean, this may sound terrible, but I'm also kind of grateful that I do not have a very vivid memory of this experience. I remember waking up and having someone on top of me and being too weak to like really like get the situation and then just like passing back out and just like kind of coming in and out of consciousness um and so sorry yeah no no it's good like it's good to talk about Mm -hmm. about these things um so like my memory of this happening is blurred like i remember the night i remember prior to i remember exactly when i was drugged i didn't know what was happening at the time but i know exactly when it happened and so but the actual act i don't really have a lot of memory um and so for me i think it took a it was a little faster for me to kind of jump back and swing at things it took a long time for me to even trust people yeah um with my body because i feel like that was i don't feel like it was taken advantage of and it was violated and so to allow someone, even though they may have been like a great person or even like someone I was potentially dating, it took a while for me to get back to that. And then furthermore, when I became public about it, um, everyone knew that mm-hmm. that was my situation. And so it was a lot of, uh, even for me when I was not say over it, but when I was comfortable enough to like engage in sexual activity, even if it was just casual, people knew who I was. And so they would be like almost timid with me or mm-hmm. they would ask me questions like, okay, are you okay with this? And I'm like, no, it's okay. Ah, ah. But they were like, okay, well, like I know like your what story. Is good? Is. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, is always cute. yeah, yeah. And so like consent is a huge thing. Um, and so I was grateful for that, but it also, it, it does, it has gotten awkward yeah. with, you know, me trying to like have a good time and someone asking me like, I know your public platform and da 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 da. So, mm-hmm. but it's neither here or there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why I asked that was because I um, was assaulted when I was like 25, mm-hmm. and it's still being a 32 year old. I'm still kind of like learning, like how to reconnect to sex in a way. Yeah. Um, because. Uh, unfortunately I do remember it but then also you know like memory gets really distorted when with trauma anyway um and so like I I don't know I just have it was just very hard for me to have sex I, I remember it took me like maybe a year and a half two years to have sex again and the first person I had sex with was like somebody that I knew somebody that I was like friends yeah, with and someone yeah. that I could be like it was good for me to be like, hey, I was assaulted and I'm having a really hard time. I'm really fucking horny, but I'm scared, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was like nice to have someone I can do that with. Um, and sometimes I still kind of desire that, like being able to do that. And so I think I've been kind of like going into like sexual situations where it's just with like friends and like, you know, or people that I've had sex with for like, years yeah oh god um so yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. i was just thinking about amber got decade long dick oh child whoa yeah i say no i mean i, I think sh- I sh- but ah, you know ah, what ah. like you 
Wow, the iconic classic. <laughs> but like, even like the fact that you kind of got in the swing of things and like you're mm-hmm. able to, you know, affirm yourself mm-hmm. and like be able to like go because sex is good. It I don't is. care what anybody it's else. So sex good. is good. And so like it. And sometimes like it's unfortunate that these things happen to us. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you're my survivor sister. Um, but like it's good that we do the work to get back in the swing of things and really enjoy the act, mm-hmm. regardless of what may happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. sex is great. So, I just work through it and, you know, enjoy mm-hmm. yourself. And I feel like it's a, always an ongoing process. Like, sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm yeah. over this shit. And mm-hmm. then I'd be like, oh, maybe I ain't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know, no, like, no. Same you know, it like here. comes back. And so, I think the biggest thing for me through this whole journey is kind of like allowing myself to like feel whatever I feel. Like, being like, okay, if I feel uncomfortable in this situation, that's okay. It doesn't mean that like life is over or. You know, I haven't done any work or whatever. Or if I feel like I'm like 1,000 times better, it doesn't mean that I'll never feel like scared or uncomfortable. Uh, I just want to be able to just like take it, you know, yeah. how it comes. Not sure. I have my moments too. Like people think I'm Superman. I'm like, no, there's some days I always wake up. I'm just like, oh, it was one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, let me just like, and I, and I, but I'm cognizant of it now. Before yeah. I was like, I just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. But like now, like kind of what you're saying earlier, it's like I just have to all right, let me just sit in it, let me work through it, mm-hmm. and then I'll be good. But, like, if you just keep on pushing and not acknowledging it, it's just like, nah. Just... It, it comes back mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> and you'll crash your car. Yeah. <laughs> like I almost did. Um, what, Over the last decade, what has been one sexual act that you've enjoyed that initially surprised you? One sexual act that I enjoyed. That, you, that you're surprised. You that I'm surprised. surprised. Um, one sexual act that I enjoyed. Okay, so this is funny. <laughs> Speaking of flogging, um, and it, the thing about it is that it wasn't in a sexual sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a friend's birthday party and her friend hosted it. Mm-hmm. And her friend is like a sex education specialist something. Mm-hmm. So she had literally a, like, armoire of toys and collections mm-hmm. and so you know we're drinking we're having we're eating cake there's a pinata you know there's candy and starburst come on pinata now now letters um okay. and so we went to the the armor mm-hmm. of utensils and we just started playing with them and like people were thought it was funny but i was like i actually kind of like this um and like we were just playing around with the different things because like we're you know black folk just kind of just be real prude when it comes to their like certain topics and sex is one of them um and i think a lot of people are a lot more experimental than they think um and willing to go to mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah that was one thing that i was like oh this ain't bad mm-hmm. <laughs> i haven't tried it yet in a bedroom um so yeah i like feet like, you like feet? Yeah, I just kind of come to terms with that. You like sucking on toes? I do like sucking on toes. Mm-hmm. Or just... I, <laughs> are they, you, they're clean, like, though, right? The, have they been soaked? Yeah. And like, like a lavender foot I ain't foot no bath? dirty toe on I mean, yeah. I mean, I trust the nigga's feet that I'm putting in my mouth. Now, I don't put every foot in my mouth. But not the heart. <laughs> not, not every foot. <laughs> uh-huh. 
some feet. Mm-hmm. I've been very selective about what toe goes into my mouth. Do you see a foot and you're like, "Ooh, I need that foot in my mouth." Or no, no see that, that's the thing. So like that Charlotte episode of Sex and City. It's not. I'm not. I don't have. I don't necessarily think I have a foot fetish. I think I like. I don't look at toes and be like, "Ooh, let me put that toe in my mouth." Like it's only okay. during sex. Like it has to be a sexual, and usually it's during a sixty nine type of situation. Um, when what I, in the um, what's that game called <laughs> with the see. colors? Twister. Twister. Yeah, How do you like, get a foot and explain cause that? Because usually, like, the foot comes back or I'm long. So I, when I'm Wait. while I'm getting my ass ate, like, if I stop sucking dick for a quick minute, I put, I put a toe in my mouth. So, But the guy has to put his leg up, right? Or no? Okay, I guess I see what you're saying. I guess I see what you're saying. Like, because usually... <laughs> Jace doesn't see it. I'm like Sorry, 69. My, my face. Yeah, yeah 69. I see. I see it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's easy. It's not as. Okay. I have a question about 69 though. Do okay. you ever get like I? I'm someone who gets easily distracted, and so like if the dude is just going in and mm-hmm. doing what he needs to do, I'd be like, oh, I can't suck this dick too. Like it's hard to me. It's like hard. Dis- it's I hard. do have. I've had those moments, but usually that's why I do it. I stay focused because then it's even better. Like the greatness of sucking the dick on top of like a nigga just going in on eating your ass. It's just like. Oh, this is ass eating. Yeah. For me. Your 69 is maybe ass eating or pussy eating, doesn't it? Yeah. No, they don't usually. I haven't done ass eating 69. Mm. I've done pussy eating 69 a lot. And I'm like, oh. Can you just eat my pussy? Can we not do this? (laughs) Can we not do, like, do I have to do the, like, do I have oh, to? wow. Do I have to? The sound effects. Come on. The look, gawk gawk. Look, look. We suck a mean dick over here at Eat, Pray, Thought. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> Jace. What's up? <laughs> what has your current relationship taught you about love? Ooh. Um, so it's interesting, uh, that, uh, it's so much, uh, so my girlfriend is a woman of trans experience and this is my first time ever dating a woman of trans experience. And so dealing uh, not dealing, but just being involved has opened so many chambers about myself. I am learning a lot about Jace right now. Mm-hmm. And especially, she's a cancer. And so we talk about everything. I won't hold that against her. You said what? I won't hold that against her. No, 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 no. Uh, it, that but she's a good. cancer. No, it's good though. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, but she's a cancer. I won't hold that. Against oh, yeah. Her. Well, <laughs> she love it. Um, <laughs> shout out to cancer. Shout out to literally to all of them because I, uh, my, I, my, I guess impression of cancers before was just like, y'all just too emotional. And see, that's the thing. My cancer, the cancer that I dealt with was not at all. He's probably one of the most closed off. Um, that's right. Because yeah. he was very emotional inside. I Usually, mean, he's probably just like a that. dude. Um, but. It has opened up so many different chambers. And just like being patient with each other. Um, We have a very dope, sacred dynamic. 
and it started off like literally right off the bat like we met and then we ran through each other again a week later, and then it's, it's been like ever since um so just thinking keeping things sacred um one and kind of what i said before about like my parents like if it's worth it it's worth it and i'm learning a lot about myself i'm learning that um i can be definitely stubborn um and just also just uh, she's she's very much so worth it to me mm-hmm. and there's been a certain situations where i've quote unquote put my foot down on a situation and then i was like okay well let me think about this you know let me you know see her side of the story let me see how she thinks and so i've been able to like step back and just like learn that it ain't always about me <laughs> come, come on um you are yeah. my and, and it's not always about you and always about you um but yeah just balance um and just spoil people like and spoil doesn't necessarily mean like monetary stuff just yes. like treat people like the king or queen or non-binary situation that they are like just Mm -hmm. treat them dope and don't ever lose that flame Mm. keep it funny keep it light laugh we laugh a fucking lot like we laugh but we still like talk about everything too so it's dope i'm I'm a very happy person i'm very blessed it's so good it you seem so good. good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You seem Thank very you. good. Thank yeah. you. Y'all, y'all did your research because this is the last time I love her. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen nothing. I'll be putting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we try. We try. <laughs> we good researchers over here. Yeah. You, you are. Oh, okay. Speaking of research, because yeah. I was on your Twitter, and this you might have said this maybe a year or two ago or so, um, but you've talked about like the top bottom conversation and being it's like boring to you it is um (laughs) what would make this conversation more dynamic and what is something you want or wish that queer men discussed instead um so let me just preface this with that i think the top bottom conversation also comes with a lot of fragile masculinity um, because people mm. associate bottom with girl mm. or top with male, and mm. they're two separate things. You could have the most, I mean, I guess, um, what society says as quote unquote masculine, and he could be like a full, like, I think the conversation is so dated. And on top of that, leave people's sex business alone. If they don't want to talk about that, if they don't want to do like discuss it, let that be. Um, and I think a lot of people associate topping and bottoming um with masculinity and femininity which is fine but they limit themselves with dating Mm. with sex with opportunities that may look good or be good for you because they're so stuck in the social construct of what they know like this heteronorm that they're putting on a same gender loving relationship or even just like any type of relationship and so yeah, it's just, it's and it's tired. Like, can we talk? Can can you come up with something else? That's all I'm saying. What would you rather them talk about? Um, what's some topics that you? What's some topics I would like the um the the LGBTQIA plus community to talk about? Um, I think self love and healing. Mm-hmm. Oh, like okay. that's the biggest thing for me. I think a lot of people, especially, good answer. Yeah, no, because like at the end of the day, like there's so much trauma, and you know they say that you know all your childhood trauma. If you do not face that as an adult, you always look at it as a child. 
And so if you're looking at something that happened or, you know, society who taught you a certain way, then you, you're an adult and like, okay, like I'm trying to like, I was taught this way for, you know, 18 plus years, but now I'm this. And then what does that mean? Like you have to readdress everything. And especially men in particular, I think we just continue on pushing without addressing things um, and not loving ourselves. And it comes out in a multitude of ways. It comes out with, you know, our sex lives. It comes out with the friends we make. It comes out with the decision we make or like in jobs and stuff like that, because we have to deconstruct who we are as a person. And sometimes we look at who we are as a person from the childhood trauma. Hmm. There's been people that I've met, people I've dated, all types of things that they may be seemingly put together, but then as you get to know them, they're a mess. And it's okay to be a mess, but do the work. Like do the work, address the mess and do the work. And don't drag no one with you while you're doing the work. That's what we should talk about being instead of being a top and a bottom. <laughs> That's the conversation. Okay. Have your sex. Have fun. Sex is great. As I mentioned earlier. Um, Come on, sex is great. Sex is great. Um, so good. Have your so good. So good. A brand manager. I know you hate it, but I'm. <laughs> I can't sing, but. You actually did pretty good there. Yeah, you Thank had, you. you that, like, yeah. Did I hold a tune? I mean, yeah. you sounded like Latavia. Uh, wow. Is that the one I had her back shipped back? No. no, that was fair. Oh, okay. Was fair. okay we well, AKA we Destiny. We also, we don't know her. <laughs> At least I'm not. Sorry to that woman. But Latavia, shout out to you. Oh, I like Latavia. Latavia She's the shorter so one. The, the, odd, yeah. the, the darker she, skinned one. But she had like a deeper voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like an alto. Sure. She had, she had, she followed me on she, Twitter. She has, oh, damn. Latavia, I'm sorry to shade you about your vocals. I didn't, what, you shaded I her? Shade, oh, shade yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm saying shade. She was like on a, on a reality t- TV yeah, show. Yeah, she was. That's, that's, where, that's where we learned the vocals weren't. Oh, uh, uh, I but missed those episodes. Listen, Latavia, we love you. You, I want you. Let me clarify. I for real, for real. <laughs> I ain't ever, bro. Because don't you don't understand? Like seeing you as a young black girl was just so important, and I would love to see a DC four reunion. That's not gonna happen. It won't. But I would. But love you like it. it, yeah. I think. Or they... could they do like a DC? What six? Five. Five. It would be a DC five. Oh, without Farrah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, cares? no one cares about no one cares. it. Like, what, two videos? Maybe one? No, two. two? She was in Jumpin' Jumpin' and oh, she, she was sure in... Oh, she sure was in Jumpin' and she was Jumpin'. In, and she was in Say My Name. And yeah. technically three because she was in the Nas. You own me. She All right, bye. But... <laughs> There DC, was, that was we, where we learned. That was a cameo. A DC5 reunion that would kill me. I'm okay with a DC4. I don't really need Latavia, no shade. I'm we okay do with three. I don't. No, Latavia, I, sorry. But seriously, I would love that. I would like a DC five, but you know, if I can just get Latoya, I'm I'm okay. Um, I like her. I like I like Latoya too. I was just saying, like I ain't got it. If it's base, if 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 one gotta go, if one gotta go, you know, um, who would play you in your fictional sex tape? Me, the fuck. No, no stunt double. Are you kidding me? The fuck? I hate you, Jace. What? Me, the. Who would play you? Savoy. Hmm. I already know who I'm. I got. You know what? This is such a random. Well, actually, it's two. Um, the boy from. It would either be the boy from. I'm. I'm slipping on his name, but it's Tyler. Um, from Tyler Perry. No hell. No. Oh no. 
Even though my auntie Jay's, I was about to fall on the floor. I fucking hate. I was about to roll my on this floor. No, no. I was about to <laughs> like fuck no. Um, even though my auntie does, my auntie always be like, "You look like you a Tyler Perry looking like." No, we don't. Yo, what? Tyler. <laughs> Could you Jay imagine? Shit. No. Could no. You, um, no. <laughs> Fuck y'all, <Hello>. bro. <laughs> I don't know any of the black Tylers. Ooh. What are you talking about? But they... I know who you're talking about. I'm Ooh. sorry. That, Ooh. that Ooh. killed me. <laughs> Tyler fucking Perry J. And to think. And to think I asked for you to come on this show. Ooh, okay. Thanks for having me. No. He meant Tyler. Tyler from... Dear white people. Dear white people slash everybody hates Chris, the boy, the main character. What is Tyler's last name? I forgot his name. I forgot his last name. I never watched Dear White People, but I watched Everybody Hate Chris. Did you watch the movie? Uh, Dear White. I did. I didn't like it. Okay, the guy who plays the main, the gay character. Okay. Him or... Oh. Randomly, John Boyega. I don't know why. But you know what? I'm out. <laughs> I feel I'm like John out. would be a good me. And what your sex tape? I yeah. was going to do Jada Fire. Okay. She going to play me. That's a good choice. No. Well, nobody, no porn star, I feel like, would truly get me. Do, or do me. Maybe you, Chino Black. Okay. He can take a good dick. <laughs> yeah. But one thing about Jada Fire, I feel like she's a little too vocal sometimes. Like, I'd be like, Jada, shut your ass up. She's the porn star? Yeah. (laughs) What'd she do? I'm not going to do it. Come on, Amber, do it. But she does it so often. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't just, like, do, like, moans here and there. It's, Mm. like, very loud all the time. Can you give us an example? She's like, uh, uh, uh. like, but she does that, but she does it like all the time. Okay. But it's like too much. Like it's like too much. Okay. Like I'll be like, shut up. So she'll <laughs> shut up in my sex tape. Come on, <laughs> she'll shut up in my sex tape. All right, so we're gonna t- we're gonna do bird confession. These are rapid fire questions. You ready? Okay, bird confessions. Okay, bird confessions. Yes. Okay. So, so you're a bird. Okay, I'm a okay. bird. <laughs> Come yeah, drop like a jig long girl. I'm so done. What kind of bird are you pitching? Dove, eagle, flamingo, ostrich, penguin, or peacock? Peacock. Okay. One thousand uh, percent. Yeah. 100%. You get it. Because you know the males are like the like <laughs> <laughs> What name would you give Lori Hari's autobiography? Who? Lori <laughs> Oh my god, the little girl. Um, Dear Father. Wow. <laughs> Dear Daddy by Lori Harvey. <laughs> read it. I'll read it. I hate you. The irony that who her father is is amazing. Dear Daddy. Dear Daddy by Lori Harvey. And in fact, she don't really know her real daddy either. Ooh, child. Oh, What's your strip what would you, what would your stripper name be and what would be your go to song? Caramel Sticks. My go-to song would be um, Wait, Caramel Sticks. Too short, Gangsters and Strippers. Come on, Caramel Sticks. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Come I see like, me. Come, you are very Cali. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. Um, you are featured on an episode of Maury. What is the show topic for today? Is he the baby's father? I slept with my best friend's boyfriend. Unruly teenager. I scammed my ex out of thousands of dollars. 
Ooh. Um, definitely unruly teenager. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I told you. I was full-blown gutter. <laughs> I clean up well. <laughs> Come on. I like nothing like what I've been through. <laughs> I am fucking done. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Um, what would be the name of your sex tape? Um, the breaking of caramel sticks. No, <laughs> passion, pain, and pleasure. Oh, come on, come mm-hmm. on, a classy tape. Mm-hmm. Of course, <laughs> it reminded me good, of Ja Rule. Good, good. It's actually, the name of a, a Trey Songs album. Yeah, oh, that's what I was like, yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Li- I imagine this would have good lighting. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm a production. <laughs> lighting, like, sound, the whole crew. Yo, do y'all remember? Okay, you know when uh, Mimi did uh-huh. her shit, and then what Erica was like, they they spent, they spent money on this. This is production. Y'all don't remember that? Yes. Because <laughs> it started, because the first one is leaked. The first half of it is leaked, and then the part, the second half is like full production. What a moment. Uh, and a quality sex tape, if I'm being completely honest. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I did. It was pretty good. Nico has a good dick. Size. He did. And he was putting nice. in work. He was putting in work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just remember the. Uh, well, talking about the shower thing? The shower, yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't she say she made that to like pay for her daughter's college or something like that? Or she sold it to pay at the college? I think maybe later, but before, remember, she was denying it. Yeah. Like, uh, it went through many She stages. thought it was, like, leaked. <laughs> was like, okay. Girl, this was leaked. production. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the 11 hip-hop would you rather be on? Miami, New York, Atlanta, or Hollywood? New York, for sure. Okay, come on. I, I love me, Eric Amina. Yeah. Hol- no. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. What are you gonna say about Come Hollywood? On, Nothing. Say what you gotta say. I, I was on the episode of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. You were. You were? I was. <laughs> With who? Hmm? Ah. You sorry to that? Sorry to that episode? No, no, no. I, mean, I, I, I didn't even know it was coming out until my Twitter started blowing up, and they're like at Jason Baron hashtag L H H H H H, and I was like, what? Um. So yeah. <laughs> Come on, Amber. Research. It was a Amber. long time ago. Amber pulled up that laptop yeah. so quick. <laughs> your dream trade with must. Your dream trade can only possess one main attribute: a grill, a nice car, a neck tattoo, a regular weed habit. My dream what? Trade. Like the trade? Yeah. I, I'm in a relationship. I don't want no damn trade. You're a bird. I'm a bird. <laughs> Play the game. A grill, a nice car, a neck tattoo, or a regular weed habit. A bird. Keep in mind. Um, I'm the trade. I want a neck tattoo. <laughs> I'm so done. I actually went to go get a neck tattoo, and she denied me. <laughs> Who denied you? The, the pers- tattoo artist. <laughs> Why? Because she was like, "No, you don't have enough tattoos on your body to get a neck tattoo." I'm like, "I'm paying you for this. I don't think you understand how this works." It's like, "No, <laughs> the tattoo community says you have to do this, and it's backwards." I'm like, "A backwards tattoo." I'm like, yeah, because it has to go to the forward of your body because that's the way. I was like, ma'am, uh, okay. She was white, wasn't she? She was. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, would you rather? I took it as a sign. Um, my celebrity capsule collection would be with Fashion Nova, Target, H and M, Pretty Little Things. H and M. Okay, a classy bra, a true peak. <laughs> um, who is the most iconic thought of all time, in your um, opinion? I think if it's a Kimberly, 
Lil' Kim. She's iconic. Points were made. Point, all the points. Can we also talk about this? I was watching um, Hopelessly in Love. Uh, it's a Lifetime docuseries. Oh, yes. um, And they chronicle, like, uh, relationships that were like really important and so they did one on Faith and Biggie but like it really should have been from the perspective of Kim and Biggie cause like I can see that cause Faith like they knew each other for two weeks got married she don't know who Biggie is like she can't give no true insight yeah. like you have to like Kim can talk about you know before the fame rise of fame during fame his death after his you know what I'm saying well I don't like Faith could have been there for like you know a moment I, obviously or it could have been like hopelessly in love sister wives edition like it would have been like Kim Faith and Charlie Baltimore oh. you know what thank you thank you come on <laughs> I'm so fucking done okay <laughs> <laughs> what in the Utah is going on? Ah, 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 ah. Thank you. Thank you. Ask Biggie Jamaican ass. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do Zaddy a Week, which is one male presenting individual that we feel like we're crushing on right now. Who it can be your barista, it can be anyone. So, who's your Zaddy of the Week, Chase? Um, I right now am really admiring um ooh, who does something good this week i was gonna say mario van peoples i'll keep it that way i really admire him I, wow Come on, mario yeah van he's a, he's a family friend of mine and uh we had a meeting about certain things and you know i'm really close with his family and his kids and like i really appreciate how he's like such a dope dad um to all of his children and stuff like that and he's a great very good genuine person and so I think saying that this week, I was like, all right, I admire this man even that much more. Okay. What's his daddy name? Melvin. Melvin is fine. Iconic. (laughs) Okay. Another girlfriend's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Amber, who's your um, zaddy of the week? So today I was talking about Kid Cudi. and, uh, And I just wanted to just give him a shout out because he's just like an OG emo black boy <laughs> and uh love 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 him so much just anyone who just like emotionally just seems wrecked <laughs> <laughs> let me hug you baby i am oh. so fucking let me no no let me love no. you baby we can be sad together boo <laughs> No, nah, but for real, I love I love Cuddy. Cuddy's like fucking fine as fuck. Um, he's probably chaotic. Um, he is. He's not. It's not a properly. He's definitely. Yeah, chaotic. he's chaotic. I just wanted to give the. You know how sometimes you gotta say allegedly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, bitch, that's not alleged. <laughs> that has been. There's like documented facts. <laughs> There's documentation and lots of proof to prove that he is chaotic. See, that's you being delusional <laughs> and ignoring red flags. Woo! Yes, but Cuddy. <laughs> Man, and I was just talking about like how much I loved him so much. He's just like totally my type of dude. You know, he's my type of dude. Yeah. Like artistic, dresses well, you know, again, a little sad. Um, but his music was really good too, and I really I'm about to listen to Man on the Moon. The first album was good. It was very good. Um, 
I am going to go with um, I'm a sex education fan. Um, uh-huh. Who you going with? So I've already. You have done the. Um, I've I forget done, his name. I did. Um, Hold I on. did. I'm about to look up his name. Yeah. Because I got to read it. Yeah, too. you got to read it. We um, Nakuti. Nakuti. Yes, I've done Nakuti. He's fine as hell, though. He, that skin. Wait, but them thighs. He got the best fucking thighs. Oh, yeah, he do thighs. have nice thighs. Ooh, child. Shout out to him. He um, is if fine I had them kind fuck. of thighs. But I. you about to give? I'm going to go with the character who plays Adam Gruff, Connor Swind- Swindells. Adam Gruff. The mm-hmm. one that was fucking. Uh, wait, the, no. Wait, I guess the I'm going to say. The bully. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No. <laughs> the bully. Yeah. Girl. I, Amber, just like you like toxic ass. Okay. Man. All right. All right. So Connor right, is like. Okay. So let I'm me explain. LinkedIn. Huh? LinkedIn. <laughs> You, exactly. Let's revert back to the beginning Jace. of the show. <laughs> it's important that we always. Jace, just... we don't need to circle back. Look, I keep no. My memory is flame. Uh, so, <laughs> for me, Adam kind of represents um, so many crushes that I wish would have loved me back. And that's what, like, the fact that, like, Eric and Adam get together, I just think that's so cute. And it's like, oh, I wish that would have happened to me when I was there. Yeah. But that didn't happen for me. Shout out to, was it Raheem? I'm I, I'm not done with the show. But, the like, the French boy. Yes. Shout the, out who looked like Drake. Yes. <laughs> shout out to him. Shout, out, shout to out to Jay uh, Jackson with the, with the uh, color contacts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out, shout out, mm-hmm. I hate you. shout out to the home girl who is helping him. Shout out to her. Yeah, I love her. My sis, I don't know what your name is. So, did y'all have color contacts? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh. I knew somebody. I'm in Chicago. I know. I had friends who had color yep. contacts. I did too. Mm-hmm. As well. But my mama was like, in our household. <laughs> Well, I mean, from the swap meet, too. We don't right? do that shit. Just like y'all don't put spaghetti on the side. We don't put it on the side. It's an entree. Ashe. Ah, ah, ah. You and his Ashe. Look, we're all about affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking done. Um, the next is our Bad Bitch Hall of Fame, which is one female presenting individual that we feel like, you know, just deserves her flowers but has not received them. It can be your mama. It can be everybody, pretty much. Um, and Jace, as always, you get to go first. Who's your bad bitch Hall of Fame entry? Who you put um, into the Hall of Fame? My bae. Oh. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, shout out to her. Um, and also Keisha Cole. Give her her roses. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> over and over. It's Keisha. <laughs> Come on, Amber. Oh, this I'm about to listen to this after uh, Man on the Moon. Look. Favorite Keisha Cole song, go. Oh, look, I can't go that fast. Hold on. I remember when my heart really? broke. Oh, I do that love that song. That song tore me the fuck up. I was I young and dumb. I love that song. And that song tore me up. I think mine. Sophomore year of college. I, I do love that song. <laughs> yeah, she's, a good, she's a good girl. Mine would be um, Heaven Sent. 
Sit from I was heaven. gonna say sit from heaven. And then when she walked on that beach, you wait your whole life wondering <laughs> when it's gonna come <laughs> over. Where it's been. <laughs> you may have got your heart broken <laughs> one few times in the past. Never last as strong as it used to. And never feel as good as it used to. Before. <laughs> yeah! Come on! Come on, Emma! <laughs> No more will I be the one. No what? more will you be the one. Mm-hmm. Just tell everyone. Give Keisha Cole her roses. Yes. I, will, I, can, I, can, okay. I give Keisha, I'll her, give Keisha her roses. Keisha, just look. And I also even trust. really loved uh, I Should Have Cheated. Whoa. Oh. First of all, let me say, you can't accuse me of all the things you know that you are guilty of. Oh. And I said, oh, that was fire in your red ooh, hair, Keisha. Ooh, the two tone, two tone hair. She had the burnt Classic orange and the fire in your red. Oh, yes. Come on. That was a good show. It was. That, yeah. Give her her roses. Okay, Keisha. Come on, Keisha. Keish. Mm-hmm. Keish. Okay. Not Keish. <laughs> Come on, Amber, who your um, Bad Bitch <laughs> Hall of Fame entry? I'm going to give it to. Um, Morticia Godiva. A queen. A queen. Um, I've been just following her for a couple of months now, and she just brings me so much, so joy. much joy. She's such a fucking baddie. She's so, her skin is so chocolatey. Mm. Her hair. Flawless. So flawless. She woke up like this. And she got two boyfriends that are fine. Like I just I stand. I can't get one. So okay, exactly. I be like, I can't get no niggas. <laughs> and you got two. You got two. And, and they, they know about each other. And they taking pictures together, smiling, happy. <laughs> <laughs> they are happy. Let them be. Stand a bad bitch. Love, I love her. Stand a bad bitch. So I can't. Once again, I can't get one. So. so that is that for real is my bad bitch Hall of Fame for real. Like she deserves. So I'm going to go with a random entry. It's mainly because on my way here to record the podcast, a song came in my spirit, and it is called A Long Way to Go by Cassie. Mm. And I would like to induct Cassie. because Because let me explain to y'all something. I don't care what nobody say. A long way to go. Say you want to love me. Want to touch me. Say you want to love me. Want to love me. (laughs) Want to touch me. Mm -hmm. Because you got a long way way to go. go. Since you got a long way to go, mm-hmm. rock with me now. Oh, come on. Um, so shout out to Cassie. And I'm just happy that my, you know, my sis left Diddy and she had her baby, baby, right? Yeah, she had her baby. She, yeah. she just had the baby. And I know the baby going to be beautiful. And Of course. Shout out to her, Cassie. Because, you know, not a lot of people can leave Diddy and flourish. Mm, that was, yeah, wow. I said what I said. Wow. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. I didn't. Uh, J Lo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got too quiet. We got too quiet. So. Um, we got quiet on that. She one. had hustlers. Um, it took. She had a. It, no, I feel like hustlers. Mark Anthony was more. And more, Ben Affleck. That's an A-list white man. Yeah, but I'm just saying she had that she she. I'm no. I'm just saying that Mark Anthony did more damage than anyone. 
damage. Yeah, because she was dressing horribly the whole market. Oh, you're age. talking about her attire. Yeah. Her attire, the movie choices. It was all okay. bad. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe we just saw her. You know what? Let me just say. But J-Lo's the closest one. Everybody else, it's been it's been rough. Amen. Um, okay. So we're going to close it out with good bussy vibes, which is one quote I've seen or something I've read that, you know, that just spoke to the girls. And this one... <laughs> And by the girls, I mean me, because a nigga needs inspiration daily. It's a, it comes from Cleo Wade. It says, love yourself enough to walk into. Ooh, okay. We're going to start again. I don't know. Y'all, so quick story. I struggled with reading for a long time. So reading, I still get like a little bit of anxiety when I read out loud. And that's all that happens when I read read the um the good bussy vibes. I don't know why. Um. And I dealt with, dealt with that for the most part. I'm, I'm still doing a lot of childhood trauma. But anyways, love yourself enough to walk into only the rooms and situations that show care and love for you. Love yourself enough to walk out of the rooms that harm you in any way. Love yourself enough to hold the people who harm you accountable for their words and actions. Love yourself enough to express your wants, your needs, and your desires. Love yourself enough to tell the truth. Love yourself enough to keep yourself safe. Love yourself enough to say enough is enough when enough has become enough. Okay. Amen. Shout out to Cleo Wade. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the affirmations. Uh, <clears throat> come on. Jace, what would you... What would you like, you know, any closing statements? Where, where should the girls follow you? Where should the Bussy Hive know where you be? Anything you would like to promote before we leave? Um, You could all follow me. I'm Jay Barron across the board. J-A-Y-C-E-B-A-R-O-N. Um, or if you want to say it, but on. That's fine, too. <laughs> Don't care. Um, but yeah. As long as you, as long as you spell it right on the check. Spell it right, right. Exactly. <laughs> and it clears. Um, so, yeah. Jay Sparrow across the board. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, but <laughs> I, I use my LinkedIn for work. <laughs> Let's be clear. So don't be trying to like, nah, I ain't got time for that. Um, but yeah, but if no. You, if you like Amber and you want to be toxic, stalk her own. Right. To- if you, if you choose to. But see, I don't really be on LinkedIn like that. I was on LinkedIn because I'm doing like, you know, research on shit and mm-hmm. like on people. And then what happened? And then I saw, I looked at my little notifications and I said, oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. Um, I see you. But yeah, current projects I'm working on, um, obviously, there's Kiss and Tell. There's hundreds of episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. Kiss and Tell Radio, follows on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever your favorite streaming platform is. And then also, look out, I'm actually in New York right now. I live in LA, um, but we're filming a PSA with Zeke Thomas, who's Isaiah Thomas's um, son. Mm -hmm. And we're filming Friday. It's a PSA that I'm producing with Slay TV. And it'll be out for uh, April. Shout out to Slay TV. Shout out to you. They're dope. Thank you. I I say hustling. Yeah. Love that. Mm -hmm. Keep out. Shout out. Look. Amen. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Amber. Anything you want to say to the girl? You know what? Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I follow you. I've been following you for years. You have. And I was like, oh my God. Because I be tweeting stupid shit. And um, well, follow me. I might start saying better things. <laughs> right now, it's all trash. It's all trash. I uh, went through today and I was like, oh, you're funny. <laughs> like, I like her. her. Oh. Well, thank you. Yeah. Shout out uh, to that white man who blocked her as well. Shout out to that white man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so that is also something. So I'm I work in a building full of whites, mm-hmm. and not whites. <laughs> and this white man, <laughs> Donald Trump, the blacks. <laughs> he came walking, and I said, "Is he fine? What is like every white man is kind of low key fine at mm-hmm. my job?" And then I was like, "No, nah, I'm horny." I saw that tweet. Right. Mm-hmm. And I saw like didn't you have a follow up too? Yeah, the follow up was so I so I tweeted out are white men hot or am oh, I just Oh, okay, horny? yeah, that was the follow up, yeah. And the but the follow up was I ended up getting a DM from a white man mm-hmm. and he said, "Hi beautiful, but he was ugly." And <laughs> I was like, "You know what? I'm not going to call this man ugly." But I said, "Let me delete this so that I can so, because I just got a, a DM from a redacted, I said redacted, mm. white man. So mm. you could have filled in the blank. In the quotes. That's but he it. blocked me after that. Because mm-hmm, he knew that redacted was ugly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know because nobody should be called ugly because I, I mean, everybody is for someone. But this man... White man can get he just called ugly. He just wasn't that is true. Ugly. White man can get called. If ugly. anyone can be called ugly, it can be white man. Look that at is Donald correct. Trump. Ugly. That is that is correct. Uh, um, he looked like Napoleon Dynamite. You know what? I'm not doing this with y'all. Anyways, Bussy Hive, as always, thank you for <laughs> thank oh as God. always, Bussy Hive. Thank you for coming to the podcast. Thank, thank you for you. having me. Thank you so much, Jace. I appreciate it. I like you guys. I like you too. You're pretty dope. Yeah, you're bit. you're dope as well. You thank are. You. Thank you for all that you. Saying thank you. Been doing. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm receiving. You're receiving. <laughs> I'm yes. looking at myself. You look 32. so uncomfortable. You though. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Like, okay. <laughs> Where's my phone? I need to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As always, Buzzy Hive, thank you for listening. And we really just want to say we appreciate you. You know, we are halfway through the season. Um, Congrats. Thinking, yeah, like, look, because mm-hmm. the season has, ooh, I don't know, but for me, it's been hard. Um, just, you know, I've been going through a lot. But anyways, nonetheless, we thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Yes. Um, we have 10 more episodes to go after this because we do 22 episodes after every it's just three twelve. Like, what episode? So we on we on, on? on three twelve, baby. <laughs> um, so after this, we got ten more episodes to go, which we promise will be ignorant. We're gonna have a a little break for this episode because I'm going to L. A. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back after that. Yeah, we'll um, be back sometime in February. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. Yeah. So um, get ready because it's gonna be bustastic. Um. <laughs> And shout out to Mouse Jones for telling me that I need to go on a Busper Nation. <laughs> um, okay. A Busper Nation, yes. A um, Busper Nation. Yes, okay. I need to put the bus in hibernation. Uh, he, I got yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But anyways. Jace <laughs> <laughs> was like... Sleep. <laughs> you know what? Um, anyway. Let the bus relax. I'm going to let the... No, I'm gonna, I am going to let the bus relax. I'm just... Yeah. Anyways, um, go on a buscation. Yes, I like buscation better. <laughs> I like buscation. <laughs> Jason died. Hey. Oh, come on, buscation. Um, I cannot. I cannot. I, I cannot. I cannot. Shout out, shout out to another queen. Another queen, Jocelyn. We see you. We stand. Um. All right, the Puerto Rican priestess. As always, thank y'all once again, Pussy Hive, for coming. Bye. Love you, bye. <laughs>